Fishing like a local isn't just about catching fish. It's about connecting with the environment and the people who call it home. It's about hearing the stories and traditions that have been passed down for generations and sharing unforgettable moments with the people you meet along the way. Fishing like a local is having an experience that stays with you forever. And with Fishing Booker, you can experience it too, no matter where you are. Discover your next adventure on Fishing Booker. Midway USA brand product designers have one straightforward goal. Develop high-quality, technically sound products and deliver them to customers at reasonable prices. If you are immersed in the shooting sports industry and pay close attention to every single detail, you know our products are built right and stand up to everyday use. Who has shooting mats and range bag systems to hunting clothing and just about everything for the outdoors? Log on and shop 24-7 with super fast shipping. MidwayUSA.com What's going on, guys? It's your host, Will, coming back for a new episode of Hunt Stand Podcast, Field Note Fridays, powered by Matthews Archery, elevating the archery experience. Last week, we had part one with Corbin Williams, and we talked about center shotting, leveling, and getting everything doped in nice and neat for your bow. And for part two this week, we're going to talk about camp timing and getting a little bit of that second and third axis doped in as well in this conversation but i'm not going to allude to too much because i just want y'all to listen to corbin and hear the man speak he's knowledgeable he knows what he's doing so again y'all we just want to thank y'all for tuning into the hunt stand podcast if you haven't yet make sure you got the hunt stand app downloaded we got free pro and pro whitetail if you want to unlock all the features upgrade today also, if you haven't yet, if you're new to the Huntstand Podcast or if you're a returning listener, thanks for coming back. And if you're new, thanks for tuning in. And we just want to say thank you for all the support. Make sure you go on over and you rate, review, and subscribe to the podcast. We've already had a couple of y'all made some comments on some stuff that y'all want to see in the future. Keep feeding that to me. It gives me great topics and podcast ideas for the future. So we just thank y'all for tuning into the Huntstand Podcast. I'm quit blabbering, but here's our guy, Corbin Williams, for part two, Field Note Fridays of this bow build series powered by Matthews Archery. So the next part that I feel like is a very important step in the whole tuning process, and when you go to take your bow in a shop, you need to be checking that cam timing. You know, I feel like that's an important step for paper tuning. Wouldn't you agree? Oh, yes, yes. Um, I think it's one of the most important things. And what we're talking about, you know, I'm going to go back into the level just for one second as we go to cam timing. Um, But when we're leveling and zeroing every single thing out, so many people forget about checking to make sure their sight is level. And that's my fault. I know we should have covered that just a second ago. But I have a, a... a deal the other day where we had a guy tuning his bow and I was like, he brought it in. We had not touched the bow. He said, I just want to run it through paper. And I was like, cool, let's go to the tuning range, run it through paper. And the, and the, our, it wasn't our goal to, to, to set everything up for him. He just wanted to run it through paper. Mm-hmm. Well, crud, he was getting the worst tear I'd ever seen in my life. And I was like, I don't know what's going on. Like your arrow should be spine. And I looked at his center shot on his rest and I was like, Hey man, that looks money. I don't know what's going on. Like we can check it in a second. I went and put it on the vice and then his, his sight, when I got it on there and actually was looking at his sight level was way off. And so when he was going through the paper, he was, he was leveling his bow. So he was causing torque at an angle and he was causing that left tear. 
So we went back and we leveled his sight to where everything was leveled on the bow. Mm-hmm. And that was what wound up giving us, you know, later on, we'll talk about but giving, giving us uh, a better tune. So make sure your sight is level. Um, it's a major part of having everything level as well. Like we talked about the bow, but your sight, we want to make sure it's level to the bow, like right. perfectly level. Everything's level, bows level, sights level. There's no lean. It's not, it's not bending in. It's not bending up or down. Um, because that'll lead into our next few steps. Um, so in terms of getting your, your sight leveled, how important is it at this stage of the tuning process to get that second or third axis set? I, I don't worry about the third axis right now um, because I think there's going to be some changes later on that we have to make. But I like to make sure the sight is level to the bow. So just to keep it simple, I'll tell people, hey, look at your sight. When the bow is level and the arrow is level, is a bubble level. If it's not matching the bow, fix it. Um, because later on in your setup process, it's it plays a major role in how tuned the bow can be because you may make adjustments to how you're shooting to match up your sight to your level, your bow to your level on your sight. Mm-hmm. And it can throw you off and cause torque. So right now, I just want the main part of the site. And just keeping it simple, I'm not going into third axis or anything. Like All I want to look at is, is the bow sight level to the bow. And then if I stand to the side of the bow and the bow is level, is it pointed in towards the bow or is it straight? Is it angled? Is it leaning you know, left or up or down? Is the bottom pointed up? Is the top pointed down? I want it to just be level to the bow. I want everything to look level. Just simply don't overthink. Just make sure it looks level. Perfect. And your levels back that up. Yeah, for sure. No, that's, that's all great uh, to get and highly important to get everything just set and what you talked about because um, I'm pretty sure you and I kind of have the same thought thoughts on your bows. I mean, any good bow tech at that matter would is that you've got to get all this set before moving forward and Mm -hmm. moving forward kind of into the second segment of this, you know, we touched on it a little bit ago, but you know, the importance of cam timing, you know, this is a very tedious part or can be in my opinion, you know, I've dealt with bows before that, uh, you know, it just incrementally like 16th of an inch, eighth of an inch, you know, in terms of just getting that timing down proper, but Let's talk about that and how this is another crucial part to having that zero or that base set. I think cam timing is, you know, we're, we're following this in steps, but I think cam timing is one of the most important parts of actually getting a bow set up. I think it would be probably second in my mind of, of, of what we want to check for. Um, we talk about, you know, when we put it on an actual drawboard, we don't have our friend look. You know, if, if you're in a bind and you're, you're like, you like get a string bull up and you use a stay of field system for Matthews and, and get your string halfway back on, those aren't made for tuning, but it allows you to put your string on. And you're just checking to see if you're halfway tuned mm-hmm. or in time. You know, you can have your friend look at it and check it. But we like to get them in a good draw board. Um, check your cams. And so on the Matthews, they have a, uh, a module that rotates in and around as the cam's rotating, and it's going to touch the cables. And we want those to be exactly the same amount of pressure, not just touching. If one has is is enough off that a piece of paper will fit through it and the other isn't, and it's touching, then we want to make the slight adjustments. Um, I think where people mess up on cam timing is let's say I took your bow 
and you came in, you'd been shooting it in this 115 degree heat we have out here in the Midland area. And you were like, Hey, Corbin, my shots are dropping a little bit low now. Um, and you tell me, Hey, I was shooting out in the heat. Okay. Well, more than likely, I mean, strings, it's hard on them to be in 115 degree heat, taking a hundred plus shots when they take all the abuse of the bow other than your limbs. So what we would do is we'd check to make sure your cam timing was in, but also once you make an adjustment, I see guys that like, they just continually keep it in the drawboard. They don't go shoot it and let their string settle. You can either leave the bow in the, in the vice for a while and keep it drawn back and keep the strings under tension. But what I suggest is I tell guys like, Hey, we're going to make a slight adjustment until it looks like it's on. You're going to go shoot five to 10 shots and you're going to bring it back. And it's just like shooting outside in the heat. You're going to see some of your strings adjust. Yeah. And so go shoot it in the range. Okay. Now let's test it. Okay. We've done that four times and the strings are completely settled. Now we do drew it back multiple times, exact same cam timing. Then I start to get happy because if your cam, um, if your cams are off, it's going to throw off your tune. We've got a YouTube video out there where we took different bows. We took a Hoyt specifically because you can see how, um, much adjustments required to adjust the bow. And we messed up the cams big time. We put your top cam ahead and then we show one where we put the bottom cam ahead and you can see the adjustments and what it does to the arrow and the arrow flight. Because if your top cam is flinging first, which it's rotating slightly faster, your bottom cams behind it. And so the string does not maintain the center of the center shot, which we talked about in our previous segment. Like we want to make sure that our cam timing is perfect because then it gives you level knock flight which we set the bow for up when it was stationary in the vice is to be centered. And I see it too often that guys are like, Oh, it doesn't matter. You know, like I'm shooting field points or shooting a fixed blade head, or I mean, an expandable head. It doesn't matter. It flies like a field point, which then nowadays bows, like that's true to an extent. If you start to shoot past further distances, that not travel is huge, mm-hmm. um, huge. And, that's why cam timing is so important to the overall tune of the bow. Um, have you ever had a bow that wasn't in time? Oh, dude, a, a ton of times I have. <laughs> and have just... you ever had anybody? T- yeah. No, you go ahead. Yeah. Have you ever had somebody tell you that I'm that their Matthews just is too weird of a back wall? Like it's not hard. Spongy. Yep. Yeah. Yeah. Okay. So. Anytime someone tells me that, and they can have a brand new phase four, let's say they randomly bought it somewhere else and they couldn't get it to tune and they brought it into us. And the first thing we check is that cam timing, because if I draw, I can tell you when I draw a Matthews back, if it's perfectly in time or not, is everybody in your Matthews bows, and this goes back, you know, Triax, Halons, uh, there's a circle, and even all the way back to the Z7s, there's a circle in your cam. Um, so on the Z7s, it was like a, on the bottom cam, and then if you look on your on your newer bows, there's two circles on the cam mm-hmm. and your cables should be dead center of that. Yep. And I have to tell everybody just because that is dead center, it does not mean your cams are perfectly in time. That's a reference mark. It lets you know that you're halfway in time. Um, and sometimes it could be dead on, but if your Matthews is spongy, any of your bow is spongy period. Your, your bow's not absolutely perfectly in time. Um, I, I just hear it a lot on the Matthews that, Hey, it's spongy. Well, all you got to do is get your cam timing dead on and it's hard as a rock. I mean, it's, it's solid. Um, and so 
that's important too, is I have these guys that are, are really wound up instead of shooting the 85% let off that they're comfortable with their bows down to like 75% let off because their cam timing so crappy. It's not, there's no care taken to adjust it or their strings have stretched that much. Yes. And it's huge. Yeah. That, I mean, that's, it's big, it's detrimental. And, you know, I think probably one of the biggest places I see cam timing issues is, you know, of course, when that bow is first bought, because a lot of factory strings, they, they don't quite get enough pre-stretch out of the way. And so I've seen a lot of mm-hmm. bow, like new bows that, yeah, there's, there's going to be some cam timing. That's something you got to yeah. keep your eye on and, and, put a high sense of urgency and level of importance on that when you first buy a new bow. For sure. It's huge. Yeah. <laughs> or even if your bow's been sitting in the case. Oh yeah. Yeah. Um, for a while. It. Yeah. Big time. Definitely one of those things you got to check off, you know, this time of year, you know, we've talked about zeroing, uh, checking your strings and next is camp timing. All right, y'all. There you go. You got part two, part one. Part two have already set the foundation for yourself and getting everything right where it needs to be before you get deciding in and doing anything any further and just touching your bow anymore. So make sure you take heed to the advice that Corbin has laid down in front of you. Take those golden nuggets, apply it to your bow builds, or you just dusted your bow off and you're getting it out and you're listening to this and make sure you listen to the man's advice he knows what he's talking about so thanks again for tuning in this week's episode field note fridays powered by matthews archery and we'll see you on the next one through the blackwater bayous and in the dark louisiana night floats a duck camp alive with the sounds of swamp pop and the smells of cajun cooking Mississippi Delta in Venice to the Cajun prairies of the Southwest. Me and the Duck Camp Dinners crew will be hunting and eating it all. This is Duck Camp Dinner. Join me, Chef Jean-Paul Bourgeois, and the whole crew every Monday at 8 p.m. Eastern on Waypoint TV. One of the most legendary shows in the outdoors is on Waypoint TV. Don't miss Primo's Truth About Hunting, Wednesday nights at 7 p.m. Eastern on Waypoint TV, the destination for outdoor entertainment.